the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Tensions climbing after the UAW rejecting wage and benefit offers from all three Detroit automakers just days before a deadline. Union President Sean Fain told workers he filed proposals from Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis into a wastebasket, adding the companies have yet to offer a fair contract. Automakers say they're bargaining in good faith and want a contract that secures the future for workers and the companies. Negotiations are continuing through the weekend, but Fain warned if they're not agreements by 11.59 p.m. Thursday, there will be strikes against all three companies. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. Massive earthquake in Morocco Friday night. Authorities say more than 1,000 people have been killed. And in Phoenix, if the city hits 110 or higher today, as expected, it would mark a record 54 days of at least 110. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher explains today's America. I have to believe even, even some people on the left are starting to wake up and realize the miserable condition of the United States. Our culture is in an undeniable state of freefall. I mean, my gosh, every tradition, everything that used to be so great about this country, they have torn down. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. More of the Northern Alliance Radio Network on the way here on AM 1280, The Patriot. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, hi, it's Marshall. Thanks for spending your weekend with us. For today, mostly sunny, just a slight chance of showers, 79 the expected high. For tonight, showers likely in 59, so you'll get mild weather, plus you'll get that white noise if you enjoy that for sleep. Chance of showers tomorrow in 70. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. The show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up next uh, in about an hour here on AM 12A. And, of course, our good friend King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Going on our 20th year of dominating everything that moves in the Twin Cities media and making it look so easy that they limit us to eight hours a week between us. And yet, here we are. 651-289-4488, the number to call if you have questions or comments. Unlike the MinPost, we're happy to take dissenting comments. In fact, you move to the front of the queue here. And I have taken the unprecedented step 
of extending this last interview, another segment here, because I figured the 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 contribution of our next guest uh, joining uh, Ken Winters and Representative Mindy Greiling uh, will be more worth it, uh, more than worth it. David Benson Stabler joins us. Uh, and by the way, thank you. I, I cannot be the first person to thank. I heard your name, and I and I had to double check it to make sure that I wasn't just channeling Law and Order SVU. Yes, you're, sir. You're nodding your head. Okay, I, I had the name first. You had that. Fa- I don't know. I, that show's been going for like forty five years. You don't look a day and over they, thirty. And they have reunion episodes. Really? Okay, fair enough. He's now at organized crime. I did not. I haven't watched the show since it was still in two digits. I mean, so that's it's been a while. At any rate, back on the issue here. We we talked with Representative Greiling about the political side of things. We we, we talked uh, with Ken Winters about the science that is emerging on the effects of of cannabis and and the effect that it has on people, as well as with uh, Representative Greiling. There isn't ju- it, while we I said at the end of the segment that the the problem is started with politics and will need to be solved with politics. There's a legal angle to this as well. So let's get into that. But first, you can introduce yourself to the audience here. David Benson Stabler, director of uh, ANC Foundation, which is the anti-narcotic and anti-addictive drug coalition foundation. It's a C three entity, so donations are tax deductible from a business or individual. Okay. We're backed by a group called Civil, which is out of uh, New York, and they've just uh, got into court in New York challenging that bill because, according to federal law, these legalization activities are effectively marijuana trafficking. Really? That seems counterintuitive to a non-attorney. Well, they simply have sort of hoped that they don't get called out on it. Okay, explain this to <laughs> So the Controlled Substances Act uh, was passed 50 years ago, and it says that marijuana is one of those problems. It's just if it exists, it's going to cause problems. It's not going to help. It doesn't really have a medical purpose. So right. you can derive medicines from it and then have those be FDA approved, right. but it itself is just a hazard. Right. And so in, in modern geographic times with the population densities we have, it's just necessary for civilization to limit it, to reduce it, to suppress it. Okay. It doesn't need to be perfect. States don't have to enforce this themselves. That would be the more than preemption requires. However, preemption does not allow states to go against. Our bill says that every municipality, every county must get in the marijuana business with the state. And we must meet maximum demand. <laughs> okay. So the more demand there is, the more we better serve the citizens by serving them cannabis in <laughs> concentrated forms. Okay. So the legal remedy for this is what? Taking them to federal court. What is Mr. Ellison going to say? Well, uh, it's regulated product. Therefore, the Controlled Substances Act is okay with it. That is just not going to hold water at all. Why? Because it's the substance. It's the existence of the substance which has declared the problem. It's Congress's opinion. It's the Congress that gets to decide the policy. So Mr. Ellison wants a change in that policy. He'd have to go to Congress and get the change there. So it's a violation of the Supremacy Clause? Yes, sir. The Constitution. You listen to Hugh Hewitt enough, you learn some of these things. So so, it is, so you're, you're 
basically patterning, if I understand you correctly, and I may not, uh, you're patterning uh, your litigation after the uh, lawsuit in New York that is challenging New York's law. Tell Very us much so. Okay. What are they doing? So there, they, the state is more directly involved with financing, and that is the chief angle. For us, it's the fact that it's the first legalization bill which has required the cooperation of the subdivisions of state governments to so the counties and the cities. And uh, Any county that is over 12,500 can almost effectively have as many pot stores as they want. There is a limit per population of 12.5 that's in provided in the bill as supposed local control, but the state can get around that because for the counties that are over 12,500 people, they can put a store in the city's name, every city in that county. So, so it's effectively... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and but I've discussed the... the fingers that the state has into the marijuana business in this state with with Kara Schultz, who runs a, a consumables and, and, and a holistic medicine shop that does a little bit of CBD and THC trade nearby here. She's been a guest regu- uh, regular. She talked about about some of the the ways that the, the state has and the counties have insinuated themselves into the business here. Uh, this is uh, for, those, for those who think that marijuana legalization in Minnesota has been just a, a matter of the state saying, yeah, torch up if you want to. We're not going to arrest anyone anymore. There is a business angle to this. There's there's money to be followed here. This this does, as you say, uh, get the entire state uh, government at all levels, state, county, city government, uh, all the way up into the business here. This violates... Uh, this violates the federal law how? Just explain this in layman's terms. Yeah. In the Controlled Substances Act, uh, there is express language which says that states cannot have policies that go against this policy of the Controlled Substances Act yeah. on substances such as cannabis, which has the particular rules that are set for it, yeah. by it or the marijuana form of cannabis, the intoxicating cannabinoid. Yeah. So- it's simply prohibited. Now, it could be that the attorney general that we have or had would enforce it himself. However, given that the counties, the subdivisions of government here are being compelled into this industry, we can stand up with those counties, those units of government as part of ANC Foundation. So let's talk about litigation. First of all, what uh, what the litigation will seek. Second of all, how people can help out with it. I mean, litigation takes money. Uh, so we'll, we'll, let's let's approach them in that order here. What, let's walk us through the elements of any litigation that uh, that we're proposing. And we, in this case, is who? Who's going to be filing the suit? James Heiberg of St. Paul is is the home attorney in the case, and then Dave Evans will be on as. Um, uh, as the substantive attorney more. Okay. By the way, who's the, I mean, plaintiffs have to have standing for some reason. They have to be reacting to some damage. Who are the plaintiffs on, on so whose behalf the attorneys are acting? ANC Foundation will be the main plaintiff, and then there will be a, a couple of taxpayers because we'll use that angle as well. Okay. And then we'll have membership in ANC Foundation. If anyone uh, feels threatened by this change in policy, if they are an addict and they think that the presence of these products everywhere, the changes in society, the promotion of them as safe and good is going to you know, pose a threat, they should join ANC Foundation. 
651-505-3111 or ancfnd.org. I will post that number at shotinthedark.info. By the way, I can just see, seeing the uh, the responses that Attorney General Elson has had to the uh, carry permits under between 18 and 20, uh, they're, they're not really the people as defined by the Constitution. I can just see Attorney General Elson's uh, motion to deny standing. He said, well, they're high. What are you going to do? I mean, t- <laughs> sorry, that's... Uh, Can we argue that the legislators were then uh, under the same negative influence? I I put nothing past our attorney general. No, today's joke, it's Berg's 19th law. Berg, today's joke is tomorrow's policy. That's that's just the way it works. Anyway, more seriously right now. So we have attorneys, we have standing, we have a budget. Where can people go to help out, push back against this? At ancfnd.org or pay.ancfnd.org. Contributions are charitable, uh, so they're oh. tax deductible for businesses, corporations, individuals. So yes, yeah, so this is and, and this is important for people just because this is, I mean, a violation of the rule of law and really a violation of the, of the due process of our constitution. Say what you will about pot. I mean, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm I'm a musician. I've been around people torching up since a very impressionable age, but. Uh, the way the legislature went about this just kind of was just a, a rush to results that, that trampled all over the constitutional process. On that point, Representative Stevenson made his final pitch on public television saying that every state that is legalized has had a reduction in opioid overdoses. <laughs> Not true at all. And I've no. asked around the country, where could he possibly have gotten this source? Ken Winters? Uh, multiple publications that confirm what David says. It doesn't reduce opioid overdose rates. It increases all kinds of things like suicidality, mental illness. The country of Denmark looked at their entire country, tracked the link between cannabis use and onset, new onset of psychoses over 20-year period, and guess where they found that there was a big uptick, right when high-potency THC was becoming available in their country. This is national data, uh, hundreds of thousands of cases, of course. Representative Greiling, thank you for bringing this crowd into the studio. I've got to say, this has been a lot of fun in its own way. Uh, back, to, uh, back to David here. So, uh, let's, uh, so, so the, by the way, the organizations people need to get uh, involved in, of course, we talked about ANCFND.org. There's also uh, the, the, the Salmon. Uh, Salmon.org is, is the sort of hub of uh, anti-cannabis and, and treatment um, organization and concerns. It's uh, org. Yes. Okay, I got that right. Got to make sure. I, so I'll post all those at shotinthedark.info in a little bit here. So one more time, just for people who want to contribute or just find out more, the websites are? ancfnd.org and salmon.org. S-A-M-N.org. Well, this has been an interesting 45 minutes. Representative Mindy Greiling, thank you very much. Of course, uh, David Benson Stabler. And uh, Ken uh, Winters, thank you all for joining us here today. Thank uh, you so much. And as we said, the first time we adjourned the interview, uh, stay in touch, and we'll definitely talk about this when there's something to report here. Thanks a lot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun is technically five-eighths over, which means it's really still just beginning. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, 
or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information. A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars. Because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. My name is Marla, and I am a teacher in a local public school system. My husband and I heard about brain balance. We were a bit skeptical, of course, but we didn't know what to do. When we went to brain balance, they got it. They were asking me questions that our medical provider was not asking us. The teachers immediately started noticing that our kids were calmer. As a teacher and a mom, I would say this is one of the most amazing programs I have seen for children. My kids, in their own individual ways, received the help that they needed that moved them to a place of balance and harmony. You know your child better than anyone, but if they struggle with focus, anxiety, or other developmental and learning challenges, you know how frustrating it can be to find the help they need. That's why more parents know brain balance and the difference it's made for their kids. It's the all-natural, whole-child approach that's getting results. Parents know their kids best, and with brain balance, they know results. Visit brainbalance.com for more information. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news, townhall.com, political cartoons, thoughtful commentary, and an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines, townhall.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM twelve eighty the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Get yourself in on a ten day adventure you will remember forever, the Stand with Israel Tour, October twenty fifth. You'll be joined by Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager, who will be broadcasting live on the trip, making sure this is the most special trip of your life. Register today and see the full itinerary at AM twelve eighty the Patriot dot com. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We will definitely be hearing from Dave, Ken, and uh, Representative Greiling again. Just goes to show you that if you hang around this building long enough, pretty much anything can happen. Uh, at any rate, hope you can join us here. Before the interview, which, by the way, I, I will be posting the details, uh, the websites, etc., at shotinthedark.info after the show here. 
I, before the interview, we, we were talking about the fact that um, the MinPost has just become the latest of the Twin Cities elite news organizations to, let's just say, deprecate the notion of public feedback. Now, the Star Tribune, I don't know if the Star Tribune still has a comment section because every time I try and click on a Star Tribune article, it, it asks for the paywall. And I'm never giving them a dime. So for all I know, they abolished their comment section. But it had faded to uselessness 15, 20 years ago. Uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, what do you call it? The uh, MinPost's comment section was pretty much the same back then, uh, you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago. I was probably the last time I even tried to post anything in their comment section. Uh, the, the comment sections that used to exist at Minnesota Public Radio and might still, I can't remember, uh, were, were fair to Midland. They're tightly moderated, of course. Uh, they don't do Twitter anymore. Uh, and, of course, the, the rest of the Twin Cities media has either ignored interaction or has gone out of their way to put their finger on the scale to, to make it look like they have more of a mandate than they do. I mean, Patricia Lopez the uh, opinion page editor at the Star Tribune has, and her predecessor, whose name eludes me, uh, both put it out there in as many words that they are out there to make their opinion page portray a point of view. And if you read through the letters to the editor of the Star Tribune, you think, wow, they must go to extra efforts to make sure everyone who's writing as a Republican, uh, explicitly as a Republican or a conservative, sounds kind of like a brain-dead idiot. They kind of do. They have said it in as many words in the past 20 years or so here. And it kind of ties in with a, a William F. Buckley quote that someone directed me to earlier uh, in, in, in the day, earlier today. And, and, of course, like so many things in life, William F. Buckley nailed pretty much everything. But this is a, a particularly appropriate here. And I quote, liberals claim to want to give a hearing to other views, but then are shocked and offended to discover that there are other views. The idea mortifies them that, that someone could possibly disagree with or dissent from them. And, and while they will pay some lip service to the idea of, of a rational debate, they don't. There is no such thing. Uh, by the way, this uh, other, other story that popped up this past week, I, I mentioned uh, to to Ken Wheeler, uh, to our guest in the previous hour here, the the uh, Attorney General Ellison, I, I satirized, and I say satirized in in the barest possible way. I I pointed out that Attorney General Ellison will very likely uh, try to deny sta uh, standing to the plaintiffs uh, against the state's mar uh, marijuana law by uh, claiming that they were smoking weed. So what could they possibly know? It's only barely satire here, folks, and I'll, I'll explain why. Uh, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus has gotten through at least one round of litigation against the state, uh, against the state's regulation that to get a carry permit in the state of Minnesota, you have to be 21 years or older. If you're 18 years old, the reasoning goes, you can sign a contract, you can consent to marriage, you can rent, uh, you can, you can yeah, sign contracts, you can serve this nation's military, risk your life for this country, but you can't get a permit to defend your life. 
the, the Minnesota Gunners Caucus has been suing on behalf of Minnesota 18 and uh, excuse me, 18, 19 and 20 year olds. Let's just say you have to be over 18, 18, 19 and 20 year olds and uh, to, to try to secure their right to get a carry uh, a carry permit for a firearm so they can defend themselves as any other adult with a clean criminal record in the state of Minnesota can do. Now, the state, represented by Attorney General Keith Ellison, is fighting back against this. This is referred to me by Rob Dorr, the political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, this came out on Twitter yesterday. Keith Ellison's defense to denying the right to, uh, to carry to 18 to 20-year-olds is, well, see if you can pick it out from this portion of the state's motion. Uh, this is motion C, uh, subsection C of the state's uh, motion. The appellees submitted no facts and failed to meet their burdens. Uh, the appellants, uh, say the uh, Minnesota Attorney General's office, failed to create a genuine issue of material fact that 18 to 21-year-olds are within, quote, the people, end quote, in the plain text of the Second Amendment. 18 to 20-year-olds are not the people. I'll be interested to see the rationale that they used to defend, they being the Minnesota Attorney General's office, used to try and defend the notion that an adult citizen capable of voting, of signing a contract, of serving this country, is not part of the people as defined in the Constitution. The people, by the way, most directly defined as the people who participate in politics in America. The Constitution divides the the political world between the federal government, which the Constitution regulates, the states, uh, the governments of the several states to which the Constitution delegates certain powers and rights and responsibilities, and the people. The people who are a separate, equal branch of of the polity that this Constitution establishes. The people are citizens. Citizens are defined, if you go back to the original Latin definition of the term, are, in effect, little governments. People who have the powers, the rights, the responsibilities of little governments in and of themselves. If they don't have those rights, powers, and responsibilities, then they're not citizens. They're subjects, people whose rights, powers, existences exist at the pleasure of the government. Citizens are not that. Citizens are, as was put out, as was defined in the Declaration of Independence, the free association of equals that governs by consent of the governed. Now, it'll be interesting to see how Attorney General Ellison, or let's be honest here, one of his underlings, tries to defend the idea that a person, age 18 through 20, who can vote, who can marry, who can sign contracts, who can uh, have legal responsibility for their actions, who can 
be tried in adult court without a special hearing. Without without a, it could be tried in adult court without any extra monkey business. How these people are not the people voting adults who who are who 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 do have separate standing under the Constitution. I, I'm almost literally die figuratively dying to see the Attorney General defend this. And once that's done, and you can, I mean, if 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 there is any justice in the world, this will get shot down like a, a clay pigeon over the Oakdale Gun Club. If there is any justice, and of course, this is Minnesota, and the court system is full of loonies, so it this may take us all the way to federal or Supreme Court. But the plain text reading of the people is bone simple and should result in a stern scolding of the attorney general's office. But here's something else that this tells you. According to the state of Minnesota, or at least its dominant political class, if you are a 12-year-old person who thinks for some moment in your life that you want to get chemically castrated, that you should start on puberty blockers because you haven't gone through puberty yet, and for whatever reason, you believe you are not the gender uh, conforming with the sex you were born to, you're in, with, there you are treated as an adult with all of the, the, the rights and privileges that people six, seven years older have under the law. Even though you can't get a tattoo, you can't sign a contract, you can't rent a hotel room, you can't get married, you can't consent legally to sexual relations. You can't do any of those things, but you are treated as a full adult for that reason and that reason only. But a 20-year-old who might be in their... It's a fully voting adult who can sign contracts, who can get married, who could be in the military, who could be responsible for steering an $8 million tank, can't get a carry permit in the state of Minnesota. This tells you how this state sees its citizens. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. Subscribe to Retirement Watch and you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter, five model portfolios, five free reports covering issues like estate planning and annuities to help you protect your money from the government and grow your nest egg, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. There are over 5 million podcasts out there with over 70 million episodes between them. But let's face it, only a few have the Salem stamp of approval. Before getting lost in that jungle, find the ones we recommend at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or the app. Find Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie, and tons more. We vet their content so you don't have to. And the nice thing is this, just like this radio station, they're always on message. SalemPodcastNetwork.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Going on 20 years of dominating all Twin Cities media. Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock here today. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, the page. Of course, don't forget, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 a.m., King Banyan does the best show in the business on the subject of economics anywhere in the world, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the Twin Cities' foremost political news uh, program, going on 20 years, the longest-running conservative talk show in the history of Twin Cities Media. And we're just going to keep going here, folks. We're going to keep going until we outlast them all, one way or the other. So there's an old saying, and I, I led the last segment with a William F. Buckley quote. I believe this next one also originally came from William F. Buckley. Uh, conservative is a liberal who's been mugged. Of course, it continues to a libertarian as a conservative that's been audited. Uh, but let's stop with the first clause here. A conservative is a liberal that's been mugged. Now, an episode popped up in the Twin Cities media, I think it may have been Thursday, possibly yesterday, that may not exactly conform with those terms. Uh, but we'll see. In fact, there's there's a lot of nuance to this issue that we're not completely aware of. But let's just let's talk about the facts as presented. Uh, this past Tuesday, a woman named Shivanti Satharanda, uh, sorry, excuse me, Sathanandan, uh, Shivanti Sa- 
Take two. Shivanthi uh, Sathanandan. Say that five times fast. I dare you. Shivanthi Sathanandan. In Minneapolis, I've been practicing that name for two days now. I should have nailed it. Shivanthi Sathanandan. I'm sorry. I work with South Asians all the time. I'm constantly pronouncing these names. Yet I get on the air and I bobble it like, like it's a tongue twister. Shivanti Sathananda. There we go. Got it. Uh, Minneapolis State DFL executive. I believe she's classed as the second vice president or second secretary of the Minnesota DFL. That's the state DFL, who, by the way, advocated defunding the police as of three years ago. Got the stuffing beaten out of her by carjackers on Tuesday. Now, there's an asterisk on that. We'll come back to that. But one thing that is undeniable is that before this past week, she was one of <clears throat> those DFLers. As reported in Alpha News, quote, in her June 2020 Facebook post, Sathanandan thanked two Minneapolis City Council members for their, quote, radical leadership, end quote, in working to, and I quote, dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department, end quote. Quote, we are going to dismantle the Minnesota, uh, excuse me, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Say it with me, she wrote. That's quoting Alpha News, quoting Shivanti Sathanandan on Facebook. This past Tuesday, for whatever reason, Ms. Sathanandan uh, changed her tune. The story she told on Facebook was as follows. She was in her yard when, and I quote, four very young men, all carrying guns, beat me violently down to the ground in front of our kids. The young men held our neighbors up at gunpoint when they ran over and tried to help me, all in broad daylight, according to DFL Second Vice Chair Shivanti Sathanandan in a public Facebook post, which included a picture of her face after the alleged assault. Quote, quoting Sathanandan here, look at my face in this picture. This is the face of a mother who just had the <clears throat> beaten out of her. A mother whose only thought was, quote, let me run far enough and fight hard enough so that my kids might have a chance to get away, end quote. This is the face of a mother who just listened to her four-year-old daughter screaming nonstop, her seven-year-old son wailing for someone to come help because bad guys are murdering his mama in the backyard, her neighbors screaming in outrage, all while being beaten with guns and kicks and fists, she said. Now, let's take her story at face value right now. And I will take her story at face value. I, there has been questions. Questions leveled by various uh, uh, conservative and not even especially conservative commentators, even some DFLers. <laughs> In fact, one might say especially some DFLers. Uh, raise their questions about this. You look at the, for lack of a better term, selfie that Sathanandan posted of herself after the episode with uh, blood streaming down her face or something uh, described as blood or one might construe as blood streaming down her face. And as someone who's had some head lacerations in the past and who knows, A, what blood looks like when it's gushing down your face, and B, knows how much head wounds bleed, there are those who said the photograph does not 
pass their Biden spit test. That's what BS test means, right? Biden spit. Uh, Biden sayings test, I think, is another one. Anyway, BS stands for Biden sayings, Biden suppositions. Anyway, I think that's the definition. And a fair number of people, including some whose opinions and analytical skills I respect, say that something is not passing the sniff test. Let's put a pin in that because... Yeah, the blood didn't look very bloody, and there wasn't nearly enough of it. And as Sathanandan was alleged to have had a broken leg in the assault, and the selfie that she took looked very composed. I mean, one would assume from the narrative, if I'm assuming wrong, by all means, let me know. Uh, Ms. Sathanandan, I will get you on the air right away if you choose to call in. Trust me, I'd love to talk with you. In fact, I'll have your people call my people. I will book you for an hour to talk about this episode next week on this show. Guaranteed. At any rate, onward we go. She looked for someone. I mean, I have broken bones in my life. Not many, not big, but I have broken bones. And much smaller than a leg. Let's just put it that way. And I did not. I could not have taken anywhere nearly as composed-looking a a selfie as you did. So either you are a born model or have some incredible composure and uh, superhuman pain resistance, or I've got questions. Let's just put it that way. And the blood. I have had significant head lacerations twice in my life, and I bled like I had been shot in the head. Uh, And we're talking a wound that got six stitches, six stitches. I gushed blood. Head wounds are bloody. You learn that in first aid class. The blood looked a little light. Now, let's play devil's advocate here. Perhaps you were sweating. Perhaps the blood got diluted. I don't know. I'm not here to question. In fact, I am going to treat this as a legitimate, complete legitimate complaint until proven otherwise. I mean, Berg's uh, 19th law is still in effect. We're in the 72-hour window where we should not trust anything any media tells us. I will say that, and and by the way, I mean, Sathanandan's, the reason I say the DFLers may become her biggest critics are the things she said are blasphemy to Minneapolis DFLers. These are the people who are trying to paint Jacob Fry as a conservative and 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 the uh, the sitting president of the Minneapolis City Council uh, as, as a conservative. Uh, quoting Ms. Sathanandan from her Facebook page, quote, and I have rage. These men knew what they were doing. I have no doubt they have done this before, yet they are still on our streets killing mothers, giving babies psychological trauma that a lifetime of therapy cannot erase with no hesitation and with no remorse. We need to get illegal guns off our streets. She distinguished between legal and illegal guns. For a DFLer, that's a pretty big step, whether it's a legitimate story or not. I mean, that alone, distinguishing between legal and illegal guns to say nothing of demanding criminals be gotten off the streets. I mean, she will not be doing lunch on each street anytime soon. 
Anyway, we need to get illegal guns off our streets, catch these young people who are running wild, creating chaos across the city, and hold them in custody and prosecute them. Oh, you are never getting into the ocean air again. Look at my face. Remember me when you're thinking about supporting letting juveniles and young people out of custody to roam our streets instead of holding them accountable for our actions. This is the second DFLer in a year that I've heard talking in terms that would make Ted Nugent go, I'll back the militancy. The first being Don Samuels, who almost shocked the world by by beating nearly coming close as anyone ever will to beating Ilhan Omar in the primary last year. Now, and by the way, this is um, for those of you uh, who are taking this seriously. And I, again, as I said, I will accept Ms. Sathanandan's story on face value until proven otherwise, because we are within the statutory boundary of Berg's 19th law. And it's not, assuming she has been injured and was writing about having been injured, it's not her job to add that if any of the neighbors who responded to her aid in the story had responded with the kind of force that could have ended the assault, in other words, a firearm, which in some parts of the state would have been a pretty fair assumption, but we're talking South Minneapolis here. If one of those neighbors had responded meaningfully enough to actually affect the incident, to prevent the assault, to give your kids the enduring image of the good guys winning, mark this and mark it well. Mary Moriarty would likely have prosecuted them far more harshly than the uh, the, the carjackers themselves. Uh, we'll talk about some other angles of this story when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun has one more segment to go. Ergo is just beginning. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls. We go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks VapoCool Drops. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. CordellCordell.com. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin, and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. 
My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information. A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars. Because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The Jack Tomzak Show coming up next, marshalling its forces in the green room, getting its game face on, doing its pregame calisthenics. It's going to be a good one, I can already tell. Don't forget Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow, 1-3 to three here on AM 12A, The Patriot. He's doing the long warm-up, so he'll be ready for that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Now, let's, we're talking again about the story of the assault on Minnesota State DFL Party Second Vice President Shivanti uh, Shivanandan, uh, whatever, the second vice president, who alleged that uh, in a Facebook post that she was assaulted, uh, brutally beaten in front of her children by four carjackers. Now, there is speculation uh, that is not entire is by no means implausible that this was staged. This was a hoax. Now, this does not quite rise to the level of a Berg 16th law violation in that she's not claiming it's a racial incident. So we, we it should we're not going to presume it's a hoax until proven otherwise. In fact, this is covered by Berg's 19th law. Nothing you hear about an emotionally riven issue in the media should be trusted for at least 72 hours. We are well within at least the media window. But there are other issues about the story that make the hoax angle at least somewhat plausible. We talked about that in uh, them in the last segment. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll no doubt be talking about them on the blog in the future here. But Here's one thing that that kind of you have to think about when when you talk about the idea that this attack on a South Asian woman, a woman of color, by unnamed assailants. That, uh, by the way, it's a story that the Minneapolis Police Department has not gone out of its way to declare a hoax or anything yet. I mean, obviously, the investigation is still underway. But this, I remember, is an executive of the state party that believes that school resource officers, in, indeed police in general, cause violence. They don't remedy violence, they cause it. In fact, we saw uh, Representative Lee Finke 
last week, uh, the week before last, rather, demand peer-reviewed evidence that police actually deter crime because they don't believe it. This is the part, not not just the lunatic Minneapolis DFL, but the state party believes as a matter of gospel, literally, that police cause more violence than they deter, than they prevent, than, than they rectify. They believe that, that, uh, that, that the disparate impact of the judicial system is a result of systemic racism that no one, by the way, can, can, can affect, that you can only repay. Uh, and by the way, that believes that and, and acts and creates policy on the assumption that school discipline, not to mention analysis, grades, logic and reason are symptoms of systemic racism and, and whiteness. So this is a party, not, not just the lunatic city version. You find state legislators who mouth along and, and create TikToks to the same exact effect that, that, that all these things are true. And yet you have someone who is a senior official in that party who no doubt reflects the inner id of that party that that believes that criminals are the victims in our society, which they literally say. Uh, And if that is the case, then, (laughs) then the hoax would benefit conservatives. Think about it. She, she is calling for more law enforcement, for putting people in jail, she, for, for getting people off the streets. This is something that, that, that could be coming straight from the mouth of myself or Jack Tomzak or Brad Carlson, fire-breathing conservatives. This hoax, if it is one, is completely counterintuitive. Why would a senior DFLer, for any reason other than perhaps unseating Ilhan Omar in election, if you're Don Samuels, uh, why, why would someone go so far, I mean, farther out to the right than Jacob Fry, who is who, whom the Minneapolis left and the Minnesota left is trying to paint as a conservative these days? Why would she do that? What is the point to the hoax? Ms. Sathanandan has just put out content that could come from a law and order Republican. She could be standing on stage next to Ted Nugent saying this. Why would her hoax go in that angle? There's reasons. Maybe she did get clocked upside the head pretty well, and it's knocked the inner DFLer loose uh, from its power supply. That could be. You never know. Maybe William F. Buckley was right. A conservative could be a liberal that's been mugged. If so, if that's what has happened, then the sainted Mr. Buckley has been proven right yet again. I'm not feeling that, but time will tell. And again, we are covered 
uh, well under the statutory guidelines of Berg's 19th law. I mean, we're, we're well within that window here. Why would Ms. Sathanandan do this? If it is indeed a hoax, it is the most perplexing hoax I've seen. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. If you've got any ideas, uh, this is the session. The, the party that believes that pulling school resource officers out of schools is so transparently good that they're not going to bother with a special session and are just conti- going to continue throwing spitballs at. I don't know, 40 different law enforcement agencies around the state, including the very left of center sheriff of the very left of center Hennepin County. As Walter Hudson pointed out, apparently believing that she doesn't really know much about the law. By the way, something we'll no doubt talk about next week. Uh, Being a sanctuary city is a lot of fun in Till people start using your city as a sanctuary. Rebecca Brannon, as usual, is on top of the story. Rebecca Brannon, one of precisely a half dozen actual journalists in the Twin Cities media, uh, is in New York this past week, has been in New York this past week, recovering like nobody else in any media, frankly, uh, the reaction of the city of New York, who two years ago, talked about the pride they felt at being a a sanctuary for everyone from anywhere in the world who wanted to come to America, regardless of documentation or due process. And and suddenly is is supporting, defending an actual border, uh, the one around Texas, preventing immigrants from leaving Texas. You see, that's that's the immigration they can leave with. Keep them in the red states where they belong. Anyway, Jack Tomzak up next. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. 
Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.